listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast, brought to you by Cajun Curl, by You Blended Spice. Just give a little plug at the opening of the show. Squirrel deserves it. He does. My name's John. Yeah, he is a good man. My name's John. I'm with another good man, Tiny. That's me. Friend and colleague, as I pointed out this morning. (laughs) We're here today on Masters Sunday. I'm missing the final round of the Masters for this because I love you. Appreciate that. Yeah. No, not you specifically, our listeners, yes. is who I was talking about. <laughs> uh, to bring you weird, wild news stories from around the globe. Mm-hmm. So how was your week, Tiny? I had last week off, but it was a week off that I took to do stuff around the house. Yeah. Actually, I dug a set of patio stairs in the okay. backyard. Yeah. Very proud of it. Mm-hmm. Extremely difficult work. Oh yeah, hats off to guys who do that for a living <laughs> every single day. Like landscapers, right? Is no joke. And, well, and the weather's been nice, right? But even with seventy degree weather, I tell you what, it was not tough. fun. Well, credit to the neighbor who gave you a bunch of uh, pavers. That's correct. To use <laughs> that guy's the real hero in the story. The real hero. That's right. The real hero. We saved you a ton of money. He did. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. It was me. If you if you were listening and didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I donated uh, uh, to Tiny's uh, backyard landscaping mm-hmm. with landscaping stuff that we've had piled up on our patio for forever. You your patio is uh, was a bunch of pavers. Yeah, they were just laying out there, right? Right. And y'all have been, if I understand the story, y'all have been slowly taking them up and letting grass grow. Well, oh, they had pavers everywhere in the backyard. Mm-hmm. The people who had it before us, and we pulled up a lot of those, let the grass grow in, and then one section where there still are pavers laid down, we're slowly pulling up a row at a time mm-hmm. and letting grass fill into there, but. That side of the house never gets a lot of sun, so I'm going to have to find like some landscape and turf to put down that will tolerate low light. Correct. You know, it does yes. good in shade, and, and it's normally pretty damp over there, so uh, I don't know. Maybe plant some hostas or something. I don't know. Just ferns. spitballing. Maybe some ferns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll have to figure something out over there, because I feel like it'll be a muddy mess if we pull them all up mm-hmm. at once for forever, and it'll never, you know be anything so and then i took all those pavers that john so graciously said we could have yeah those things are expensive they're yeah they're not i really have no idea how much they are i looked them up and they vary anywhere from like a dollar 20 to two dollars a piece okay depending on where you go wow and john he told me in his text he quote it was about 20 yeah. Well, it was 26. Okay. And two broken ones that I, I used anyway. Okay, good. So yeah, that's quite that's quite an expense that John there, yeah. saved me there. Well, I mean, that's just what rich people do is help out. <laughs> we keep it in a club, you know. I could have given them to a poor needy family to sell, <laughs> but no, not me. Not me. No, never. Uh, yeah. We just wanted to help you out here. I, I feel it. like now I can have complete access to your backyard anytime I want it. I tell you what, uh there's no I mean, there's a, a there's a, a fence, yeah, but it only goes back part of the way. Sure, I should totally say this on a public podcast <laughs> for everybody to hear. Come rob tiny. <laughs> All you got to do is walk past that yeah. fence where there's no fence anymore, and yeah, you get back there. I was gonna tell you too. I uh, I've gotten back into exercise in the morning, walking oh, and running. Right. 
So about 4.45 the other day, I was walking out in front of your house. Mm-hmm. All your windows were open in the front. Kitchen light was on. And I was like, man, I see a lot of cool stuff I could steal. <laughs> <laughs> Just say you might want to close the blinds at night or something. I don't right. know. You know. <laughs> It was straight access all into your house. I could just see <laughs> that ring or your doorbell camera thing, mm-hmm. which I don't know if y'all have working or not, though. Oh, yeah. It's actually got lasers. And sure. It's like AI. But you could see controlled. it. When I was coming from the other end of the neighborhood, walking back down the boulevard as a straight shot, you know, your house. Mm-hmm. I could see that light from all the way down there. Because at first I was like, what is that? And then as I got closer, I was like, oh, that's Tiny's doorbell camera thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm sure that's keeping all the robbers away. Of course, they can't. They don't come to our neighborhood too often. They'll they'll we, pull on your car doors though. People people post that up a lot. Oh, pulling on your car doors just yeah, to see, see if it's unlocked. If it's unlocked, then because I'll go if it's unlocked, it. then yeah, you just help yourself to what's in there. They'll, they'll find a pistol. Car everybody <laughs> everybody gets a pistol stolen out of their car at some point in time in Alabama. It's just part of life down here. <laughs> My dad, he had a pistol stolen out of his truck exactly one, one time, once upon a time. Yeah, it happens so. to everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, that's why you buy two pistols for one to get stolen out of your car. <laughs> And then another one just to have, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, what about odd news this week? You got any good stories? I have several good stories here. I've got, uh, oh no, I hit the wrong button. I've got a uh, married woman story about married women. Okay. Yeah. We, or about a specific married woman. Um, got another story about a wedding, wedding hijinks, I guess. And, Oh, I got another. I hadn't decided which one I want to do. Either a USC football player or a Jefferson Davis memorial that was stolen. <laughs> so right. either one, I don't know. It's one, a toss up right now. Topical. Yeah. Right. We'll see which one. Yes. Well, I have a story about the University of Kentucky. I have a story about the winds of justice in okay. Austria. All right. But I wanted to start with this one, and this one's from TMC. Cops and robbers stolen Doritos truck chase. <laughs> Somebody stole a Doritos truck. They did. And then they took it on like a hundred mile like police chase. Okay. With a Doritos truck. <laughs> this would have been a case for Eric Estrada because one good chip deserves another. Okay. They're getting funny. I always watched chips growing up. Did you? No, but my grandparents did oh well so i, I was on a few times when i was in the room my cousin will and i used to play chips all the time will happens to be a state trooper now by the <laughs> okay. way and will was tall and blonde-headed mm-hmm. and i was short and dark-headed but will always made me play john who was the blonde-headed guy on there because my name was john and right. i wanted to be eric estrada <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to be Estrada? Okay, he was definitely the cooler <laughs> of the two, you know? Yeah. And like, we'll match the description of him. <laughs> the only thing is that my parents named me John. So, yeah. Anyways, I don't want to get off track. But right before but we get back on track, why was the show called Chips? California Highway Patrol, CHP. And I think just a nickname in Cali is they gotcha. call the chips. Okay. There you go. So the I was just, the I is silent. Sure. Yeah. In the yeah. acronym. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, a dude in Oklahoma City thought it would be a good idea to steal a Doritos truck that was sitting unattended at a local gas station. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah. if, if you leave the Doritos truck unattended with the keys in the ignition, you're asking sure, for this to get stolen. Yes. Right. Uh, the dude in question, Joshua Carp, as we do mean 
in question because a Doritos truck wrapped in one gigantic advertisement is not exactly your run-of-the-mill Honda on the road. (laughs) This was a layup for cops who easily spotted the ad for Doritos nacho cheese chips. Carp didn't go down easily, though. Police chased him across three counties 90 minutes in all before shooting the tires I love it. out of the Doritos truck and <laughs> p- placing him under arrest. Police Captain Jeff, was that Spruill? Spruill. Was incredulous. I would love to know the motivation of stealing a truck that's very, very easy to spot and doesn't go very fast. Adding, what do you think you're going to do with a truck like that? I would think eat all the chips. In sure, it. exactly. <laughs> yes, he wasn't yeah. thinking about Making a getaway, he was thinking if he was to get away, he would have a lifetime supply of Doritos. This is what happens when you legalize marijuana. Okay. <laughs> Everybody acts like it's no big deal. There's going to be a rash of Doritos trucks getting stolen across the nation. The prosecutor was quoted as saying, That's Nacho Truck. <laughs> <laughs> Doritos a top tier chip. You know, it's a really good chip. I love a Dorito. Also, you know, in my family, because we're not quite to John's level, we're most stuff we, we buy generic. <laughs> but yeah, y'all get generic Doritos? No, I was going to say Doritos for generic Doritos just don't do. do okay. It, you know? All right. Yeah. Uh, we we buy very little generic stuff in our house. <laughs> I would have guessed. <laughs> I've always been a fan of generic Pop Tarts. You yeah. know, Deidre is not, she will not eat a generic pop. Really? Oh, no. No, never will touch her dainty little lips. <laughs> never. She is much too good for that. I tell you what, when it comes to breakfast cereals, in my opinion, most, not all, but I actually prefer generic most cereals. Okay. I think they put more sugar in them. I guess I so. So I grew up on generic stuff. Mm-hmm. Dad, working at the grocery store, would always get generic stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, but Deidre... I don't know what her deal is, but it's got to be brand name, uh, like whatever it is. You think it was all those kids on the playground in elementary school? Maybe like, made fun of her? Yeah. I guess so. I don't if know what it is. you didn't have name brand Fruit Loops, then, <laughs> man, you were trash. You had, you, you had Fruitos. Yeah. You were bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're called Fruit Rings, and they are delicious, okay? <laughs> They're much better than Fruit Loops. Yes. I don't know. I'm not a big cereal guy anymore. I eat oh, a lot of cereal. I like cereal. Oh, yeah? It's, I know it's terrible for you, but I tell you what, just you just need something to eat fast. Yeah. It's delicious. Thomas Long lives off of cereal, mm-hmm. but Thomas Long doesn't drink milk, so he just eats dry cereal. Oh. Well, He'll that- pour a bowl of cereal in a bowl and get a spoon like it's got milk <laughs> and just eat it like, like that. And just eat tasty treats. And, yeah, just eat some tasty Frosted Flakes or whatever <laughs> yeah. we got. Yeah. My oldest son's like that. He eats his cereal dry, too. Uh, Thomas doesn't like milk at all. Me, I love milk. Yeah, milk's great. But you got to eat the cereal. Like, you can't you can't pour a bowl of cereal and then just kind of let it sit and go do something else and come back. Sure, it'll get all soggy. Soggy cereal is not, Depends not on what a fan. Wheat thins are, pretty, are better when they're soggy mm-hmm. to me. A little soggy. But I don't know. I'm not, like I say, I'm not a big cereal eater anymore. Right. Just not where I'm at. Well... I mean, let's just start out strong here, okay. Tiny. 
I'm going to read this headline, and I want you to guess where it's from. Here we go. <laughs> Credit to whoever posted this in the Facebook group, because I don't remember who it is, and I do not have the energy to go look, mm-hmm. because everybody posted the Facebook group, and there's just so much information. It's overload sometimes, which sometimes, is not a bad thing. Sometimes the same story gets posted, too. Sure, right, so. yeah. I know. You might want to scan over the group before you hit the post button. <laughs> okay, woman discovers her son's bride is her long-lost lover. Where do you think this is from? Well, I don't want to say what I think. No, no. <laughs> no. I know that it couldn't be the great state of Alabama, even though we have a reputation. Sure, but it's from, not as bad as everybody thinks. I was about to say, looking at, like, after doing this show and going over several several of these stories, I don't think we've come across one in Alabama no, yet. No, we haven't. It's <laughs> wild. And we're not suppressing the it. The data does not support the accusations <laughs> that our state gets, right. okay? To be... Perfectly honest for everybody, uh, Deidre and I are very, very, very distant cousins. <laughs> I mean, like eight generations ago, cousins. <laughs> First, you know, families in Fayette County. Somebody up in there got married. So we're, we're somehow related way, way, way back when. But all our kids are normal. I mean, as normal as kids with my DNA could be. <laughs> right. But anyways, back to this story. This comes from China. The, okay. the Alabama of the East. <laughs> Got you. Are they trying to keep it in the dynasty? <laughs> <laughs> that was a practice among monarchs of old. Sure, right so, it was. Yeah. That's why they look so weird. They had to, <laughs> they had to start diversifying over in England, uh, you know, back when Princess Di came in the mix. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Which, like, we don't have a lot of dentists over here. We really <laughs> need to get this fixed. <laughs> Shout out to Prince Phillips who went on in. You know, he died this week. Uh, you know, hope whatever, you know, I hope I hope you do it. I hope the family makes it through it okay. <laughs> I'll say that. All right. This is from Yahoo News. A woman in eastern China had the shock of her life when she found out that her son was marrying her long-lost daughter. Oh, no. The reunion occurred right as the would-be spouse's wedding in Shuzhou, Jiangsu province on March 31st, according to the Sohu News. The shocking discovery was made after the woman noticed a birthmark on the bride's hand, which looked strikingly similar to that of her long-lost child. Determined to uncover the truth, the woman mustered... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Mustered the courage to ask the bride's parents whether she was adopted. After explaining her story and the identical birthmark to the bride's parents, uh, they eventually confirmed that the child had been adopted. Details were quickly ironed out, and the bride confirmed that she was, indeed, the woman's long-lost biological daughter. It turns out that she went missing as a child and was picked up by her adoptive parents on the roadside some 20 years ago. Now, the wedding could have been called off at this point, but the woman also revealed that her son, her now daughter's groom, was also adopted. So, oh, that was close. (laughs) That was a close one. So her daughter-in-law is her daughter. Yeah. And her son is adopted. And her son is adopted. So really... She she is now she, the the bride's parent. Yes, technically she used to wear the fancy dress. <laughs> that was exactly wedding. what I was thinking. <laughs> She's the one that gets the special song. That's right. <laughs> well, I've talked about how unequal weddings are. You know, <laughs> yes. like, they are super unequal if you're a groom. Yeah, you know, 
we don't get our own theme song and come down the aisle and everybody stand up for us. Well, that's true, but that's they women probably did that because they knew we'd want to come down the aisle to thunderstruck. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> something cool. I would pick. Uh, I can't remember who sings. It feels like the first time. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so anyways, let's see. The wedding proceeded as planned, but the shocking twist is one detour their guests will never forget. In photos that went viral on Chinese social media, the bride can be seen breaking down and hugging her long-lost mother tightly. It's unknown how exactly the daughter went missing, but some are raising the possibility of human traffickers being the culprit. It's also unclear whether the woman's adopted son, now her son-in-law, will be searching for his own parents. Hmm. So I wonder if she had to reveal to her now adopted son that he was adopted like she had never told him before. <laughs> right. well, I tell you what. She's like, hey, I lost my daughter <laughs> and I adopted a kid, but my daughter's back now, so sorry. If you're ever going to tell your kids, your adopted kids, that they're adopted, yeah. The time to tell them is when they think they're marrying their biological sister. <laughs> and then you got to say, no, wait a minute. You're adopted, too. <laughs> that is the time to reveal them the truth. When was it? Not long ago, Libby crushed Hudson in a insult battle they were having. Oh, no. Hudson was like, Libby, you're adopted. And she was like, well, at least mom and dad wanted me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a devastating bug. It was a devastating bug. I enjoyed it. I was maybe proud, really, as a father <laughs> yeah. to see that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. You know, they, they go at each other pretty good. They're actually really good buddies. Mm -hmm. Thomas is not buddies with anybody except himself. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. He is. He is. Gets John it from his mama. What do you? I know you attended the University of Alabama, which is like the I did. premier university. It's the uh, flagship yes. university of state of <laughs> Alabama. Sure, but what do you think about the University of Kentucky? I have nothing against Kentucky. Would you like to attend the University of Kentucky? I mean, if I thought about going back to school, possibly. Because if you go check your mailbox, yeah, there's a good chance you may have been accepted. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. The headline here is. University of Kentucky mistakenly accepts 500,000 acceptances. <laughs> wow, 500,000. Yeah. They're looking to up that enrollment. Technical issues caused half a million high school seniors to be accepted into a program that usually accepts about three dozen students a year. <laughs> oh, no. The University of Kentucky mistakenly sent acceptance emails to half a million high school seniors the school followed up with another email less than 24 hours later and apologized for its mistake, citing a technical issue. Sure. Only a handful of those on the prospect list had been admitted to UK. UK spokesman Jay Blanton said, The vast majority had not, nor had the vast majority of these students expressed an interest in the program. Nevertheless, we regret the communication error and have sent correspondence to all those who were contacted offering our apologies. Okay. Imagine if you were one of those kids who you're so excited. Sure. You've done, I mean, they said they've they only accept what, about three dozen students a year? Yeah, right. You've done told all your oh, family well, that you, got, you got into this elite program. I got you a cookie cake and everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you got you to gotta tell everybody, yeah, me and half a million other people. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mom and Dad. <laughs> 
<laughs> Looks like I'm going to community college after <laughs> all. Well, like if I got that as a high school student, <laughs> student my parents would be like, that's got to be a mistake. <laughs> you know? Yes. I don't know, John. You might want to know what you got on that before you start buying a bunch of uh, wildcat apparel to wear. Yes. <laughs> before you go drop a wad of cash on that blue hoodie. That's right. <laughs> you may want to double check. <laughs> The acceptance was for this fall in the Clinical Leadership and Management Program hmm. in the College of Health Sciences. A very small number of students who received the acceptance email had expressed interest in this particular program, and all students who should have been admitted received their acceptance letters, Blanton said. So I think this is just to him trying to save face. Yeah, right. Saying, these people didn't really want to go. No, it's a glitch. <laughs> yeah, it's not a big deal. Sure. Mary Daughtery, a senior from San Antonio, Texas, received the email. And I was like, Mom, I just got accepted into the University of Kentucky. And she said, oh, I didn't know you applied to the University of Kentucky. And I was like, oh, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) If she don't even know where she applied, you know, maybe she should think twice about the University of Kentucky. of course. Uh, Anyway, that's the end of the story. But it's just hilarious that... uh, I mean, that many people got their hopes up, only to be crushed. I kind of like it. You know, it's a great prank. Because it's not me. It's a great prank. How do you think that happened? Do you think some intern just accidentally hit reply all? Probably. Yeah. It's it's like, uh, hey, oopsie. Oh, these 500,000 were supposed to get the rejection letter. Sorry about that. You know? Oh, that's I on me. I would have put in the in the subject header on that second email, psych. <laughs> Just kidding. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. well, let's let's come home to Alabama. Okay. All right. I didn't know whether I want to do the story, but I'll do the story because I've been to the cemetery. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Um, do you know who the only vice president from Alabama is? The only vice president. Yeah, we've had a vice president that was from Alabama. No vice idea. president of the United States from Alabama. I had no idea. Uh, William King is his name. Okay. He was. It was. It wasn't LBJ. No, no. <laughs> he was. Uh, I think Franklin Pierce's vice president. Okay. And also the suspected lover of President James Buchanan. Oh, really? James Buchanan, our only bachelor president, mm-hmm. was very close with William King. Uh, also wrote letters about how he missed him so much when King was on an ambassadorship to Europe. More than likely, they were they were more lovers. than just more uh, than just colleagues. bros, <laughs> right? Yeah, more than just bros who like to hang out because right. they're both wealthy, influential men. Probably could have had their pick of any woman they want. Somehow, they were both always single and always together. Mm-hmm. In fact. Uh, Andrew Jackson used to call them the sisters or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Now, Andrew Jackson. That was before you didn't get canceled. Yeah. Which right. he, he did a lot. He oh. did a lot worse than yeah. that. Oh, yeah. That's not even <laughs> scratch the surface of the surface <laughs> of it. Anyways, he's buried in the cemetery okay. where this event happened, which is a $500,000 Jefferson Davis chair was stolen in Selma, and it will be a toilet unless the Confederate group hangs a banner and email claims. Okay, now once again, because we talked a little bit about this, this is the Sisters of the Confederacy? Daughters of the Confederacy. The Daughters of the Confederacy. Yes, right. Okay. So a Confederate monument valued at $500,000 was stolen in March from a Selma cemetery, officials confirmed today. This morning, a group that claims to have taken the monument 
uh, which is the Jefferson Davis Memorial Chair. For those that don't know, Jefferson Davis was the first president of the Confederacy. The only, the only president, president, the only president. Yeah, <laughs> of the Confederacy. Uh, they sent an email to AL.com saying they will give the chair back to the United Daughters of the Confederacy if that organization agrees to hang a banner outside of its Richmond, Virginia headquarters. Hmm. In those emails, a group calling itself White Lies Matter, L-I-E-S Matter, says they stole the chair from Old Live Oak Cemetery and are demanding that the UDC hang a large banner uh, at 1 p.m. on Friday, the anniversary of the Confederacy's surrender in the Civil War. Uh, And they have to leave it up for 24 hours. Hmm. The banner bears a quote from Asada Shakur, a black liberation army activist wanted by the FBI for the F for the 1973 murder of a New Jersey state trooper. And the quote is the rulers of this country have always considered their property more important than our lives. Uh, White Lives Matter said it already delivered the banner to UDC. So they shipped them up. Hey, right. We're giving you the banner to put up. You don't even have to buy it or anything. <laughs> Uh, The email says, failure to do so will result in the monument, an ornate stone chair immediately being turned into a toilet, the email states. If they do display the banner, not only will we return the chair intact, but we will clean it to boot. A woman who answered the phone at the Virginia offices of the UDC said she had heard the reports of the theft and ransom demand and thought they were fake news and there was no immediate response to an email to the organization seeking further comment. Hmm. Uh, they need to return the chair. It's grand theft. Patricia Goodwin, a longtime member of the Selma chapter of the UDC, told the Associated Press. Uh, the email went out two days after the UDC ran an ad in the local paper seeking the chair's return. Selma's police and district attorney, Michael Jackson... <laughs> confirmed the theft, and said they were aware of the ransom demand. Just want to point out, Michael Jackson faked his death. There's several YouTube videos that show all the evidence. He is now the DA down in Dallas County, Alabama. He said, you ain't bad. You ain't nothing. (laughs) Uh, District Attorney Michael Jackson said the chair is reportedly worth $500,000. The incident is sending Selma back into the twilight zone, uh, he said. There's never a dull moment in Selma. Okay, time out. Before you continue with the article, why is this chair worth half a million dollars? I think because they said it's worth half a million dollars. It's just a big concrete chair. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. When you say when we say Jefferson Davis chair, was this like his personal chair no. or is this just a stone monument? I think this is a stone that the, monument. This Daughters of the Confederacy put yeah, up. Yeah, right. Because I think my response to getting that email would be, you know what, just go ahead and make it a toilet. Because <laughs> yeah, I really right. want that chair. Like, hey, who cares? Yeah. I mean, I know you worked really hard because that thing's heavy to get <laughs> right. out of there. You deserve it. Yeah. You can have it. Which that cemetery is right on the like a major road. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so they, I don't know how they did it without anybody knowing it. Well, I'm sure it's not under constant monitoring. I was about to say, I never pay attention to yeah. what's going on in the cemetery when I drive by. I just went, the reason I know about. William King, our vice president, is mm-hmm. because one day I was down in Selma. We have a store in Selma, not far from this cemetery. Okay. And uh, so when I was eating lunch one day, I, w- when I went to all of our stores, I'd get my lunch hour, I would eat real quick and then explore and just say, hey, what does this town, what, what is, where does this road go? Right. You know? Yeah. And so I was like, let me look around in this cemetery. And I saw this big mosque or mausoleum, I mean, and uh, 
not a mosque. Right. <laughs> and uh, and I went and read the like historical plaque on it, and it was all about our vice president from Alabama, who only served for a few months because he got tuberculosis. Oh, no. Never was actually in Washington, D.C. Spent most of his time in Cuba because they had a place down there that treated tuberculosis. Okay. Huh. But came back and was buried here in Alabama. Hmm. And then he was buried outside of Selma, and then some people stole his body brought it back to Selma and buried it in the cemetery there because they thought it'd be good for tourism or something. <laughs> okay. Wild. 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 Selma's a wild place. Also had a battle, a, a civil war battle in downtown mm-hmm. Selma too, people don't know. So anyways, this cemetery, pretty cool. It's got like uh, Spanish moss hanging all over it. Mm-hmm. It's a real old cemetery. But I read an update on this last night, and police in New Orleans have arrested two suspects who stole this chair. Oh, so they've closed. They they have the chair back. I don't know that they have the chair back, but they got two suspects. But they got two suspects. Oh, okay, because apparently they didn't use a VPN. I guess when they emailed <laughs> or something, and they just tracked their IP address. I don't you gotta know. have a VPN. Yeah, coupon code Earth Oddity ten for ten percent off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what their deal is, but uh. Anyways, so once again, Selma, I mean, really the heart of the civil rights movement. Yeah. Selma, Alabama. They made a movie about it. They did. Never watched it. Have you seen it? I haven't. I heard it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I I don't know, you know, if it is or not. I'm sure... I'm sure they made Alabama look great. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, we don't deserve to during that period of time. Exactly. You know, we, our state government was doing a lot of stuff that's no good. I tell you what, though, I think we're better for it now. Oh yeah, like, like generations past. Sure. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's not racist people in Alabama. Oh, I know a few. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I do feel like we're, you know well on our way towards sure. reconciliation, probably further along than some other places in the yeah. in the union where maybe racism wasn't quite dealt sure. with the way it was here, if that well, makes sense. People forget Boston was segregating schools well into the late seventies. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, like yeah. a good decade past we our <laughs> our integration down here. Yeah. But yeah. I know. It's a fun to crap on the south. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, it's like I tell my kids, if you get a reputation, it's hard to get away from it. Right. You know, real hard to get away from it. There's only one thing that's going to get you away from it, and that's time. That's right. Exactly. We're, we're still. Oh, yeah. Still pretty recent. Is, the clock is still ticking. No, still pretty recent. Very recent, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, but to me, I think this is an excellent prank on these folks to do, you know, to <laughs> yes. steal this. Like, let me take this really important thing that, <laughs> yeah. that you guys really think is cool mm-hmm. and then say we're going to take crap in it if you don't do what we want you to do. <laughs> yes. Now, I don't know how it's about <laughs> half a million. And you also give them a banner. Yeah, exactly. That, like, you know, if it was just a Black Lives Matter banner, sure. I wouldn't mind flying that. Yeah. If, but, like, this this dude who, like, murdered somebody? <laughs> Possibly, allegedly. I mean, I mean, come yeah. on now. Right. Allegedly murdered someone. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is a that is a little bit. I get the sentiment, you mm-hmm. know, that they're trying to say here. Maybe uh, maybe just put it into your own words. Let's paraphrase or <laughs> right. something. Yeah? Yeah. Well, um, I, next time I go to Selma, you better believe I'm going to go to the cemetery and see if it's back. See if that chair's back. Because I didn't even know it was and that. And then I'm going to climb up on it and take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
but I didn't even know that that was a part of that right. cemetery. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought the big draw was our vice president's thing. <laughs> you know, our one lone vice president. Our gay vice president. Yeah, who was probably gay. Because <laughs> yeah. James Buchanan was probably a gay, <laughs> which, uh, this is a very bad joke. He was probably the first gay president, which would make a lot of my friends who said Obama was really bad. <laughs> That's a bad joke. That's a real bad joke. <laughs> All right. I don't mean that. Other people said that, not other me. People, yes. I'm quoting other people with <laughs> exactly. that. A friend. Some of my Facebook acquaintances. Yes. Yes. It was like Bill Clinton. He was our first man whore president. <laughs> right? No, no. <laughs> probably not. No, probably. We got Kennedy, John F. Kennedy. You know, I mean, yeah. there were plenty of them before That's him. True. Yeah. No, he was just carrying on the tradition. Potentially our first rapist president. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Probably not, though, now that I think about it. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to somebody else, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Do you remember us talking about an Austrian man who was got in trouble and fined for farting on the police? I do remember that, <laughs> yes. yes. Apparently, he has had his sentence reduced on appeal. Okay, justice is served. There <laughs> yes. we go. Yes. <laughs> Winds of justice. <laughs> Austrian man fined for farting on police has his sentence reduced on appeal. All right. The $500 fine. Well, it says 500 fine. I don't know what they use in Vienna. Oh, uh, I don't either. I don't <laughs> is, it, is it sausages? <laughs> yeah, they pay Vienna everything sausages. out of Vienna sausages. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's my bad. I snuck up on you. <laughs> I did. The fine issued by Vienna police for a provocative fart made headlines around the world last year. We talked about it on this very show. I have no idea what episode it was, though. It's been a long time <laughs> if ago. If you're looking for it, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, the Viennese man was given the fine after letting wind escape loudly <laughs> last June. Is there any other way? I mean, well, there is an old cheek sneaker. Everybody <laughs> yes. knows. Silent but deadly. But how often do those go wrong? Well, those go wrong way a lot, you know, because yes. people think they're going to get away with something. <laughs> the news made headlines across the world, forcing Vienna police to issue a clarification on social media that of course, no one will be reported for accidentally letting one go. <laughs> the man had challenged the fine, saying that although he had farted, this was a biological process. You might even say his right. <laughs> which <laughs> sure. Would, which would have amounted to freedom of expression, even if it had been done deliberately. This, this is, is a free sure. and legal process protest. This is hard on the police. This is why you need a lawyer, you know, <laughs> yes. to get you out of something like this. This is also why your country needs a First Amendment. Sure, exactly. <laughs> uh, the administrative court reduced the penalty from 500 euros, okay, so they use euros, to 100 euros, pointing to the man's lack of a criminal record while saying he only had average culpability of the offense. A hundred euros, that still seems pretty steep to me. Yeah. I think it should be zero. Sure. That's just, I'm sorry, but you're a police officer and yeah. you have to deal with people. Sometimes you <laughs> sometimes, get farted on. Sometimes you get farted on. It's exactly right. <laughs> Ask any police officer, they'll <laughs> say the same. The Vienna Regional Administrative Court stated in its ruling that the man was on a park bench when he lifted his buttocks and let the wind escape in a way which was perceived by everyone present. <laughs> the man's friends laughed and joked about the incident. Well, of course they would. It's funny. Sure, that's what you do. According to the court, 
the basic right to freedom of communication is not limited to a certain form of communication, but a statement must also have a certain communicative content. However, this is not the case with pure body stimuli, the court said, according to the newspaper report. (laughs) (laughs) It concluded even if it were accepting that farting were to accept an act of communication, the win would still be a form of expression that transcends the boundaries of decency. (laughs) So now we got to bring up like decency. Sure, of course. The court added, form of action seems suitable to completely undermine any state order and to make it ridiculous, according to the Der Standard newspaper. (laughs) The paper also features comments from Paul Eberstaller, a university assistant at the somewhere, who says that the ruling shows how problematic the offense of decency is, particularly when comparing public and private life. If a private person had been a victim in this case, Public decency would not be violated. In addition, the authorities would probably not pursue complaints from private individuals. At the same time, legal protection is often lacking in the event of actual problems, he said. Hmm. So that's all a whole lot of words to say that this man had a 500 euro fine. Now he's got a hundred euro fine. Yeah. But he, and probably me too, I, I don't think he should have a fine at all. No, I don't either. You can't. You can't find somebody for farting. No. You just I mean, that's, walk away. That's, you just have to deal with the consequences. <laughs> yes. You know? That's just how it happens. And I'm glad this isn't considered a crime because my wife could have me put in jail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? I'm just, just saying. A lot more than 500 euros. Oh, yeah. No. No, it would not be good. Not be good <laughs> at all. Um. Well... Speaking of wives, Tiny, mm-hmm. are you are you a big cuddler? Cuddler, I am, but my wife is not. Okay, she is very much a touch me not. Okay, so I just, uh, you know what? I'm actually look. Uh, I'm actually. I read the headline, so okay. I'm I'm anxious to get more information. A married woman pays professional cuddler eighty dollars an hour to hold her. <laughs> oh man! Now you can. Uh, time for $80 an hour, Tiny. I'll come over and <laughs> hug, hold say, you. I'll cuddle you for a lot less than $80 <laughs> an hour. You can pay me minimum wage. <laughs> Have, having someone to cuddle with whenever the urge strikes is definitely one of the best parts of being in a relationship. My wife would disagree. <laughs> After all, what's better than being close to someone you care about and feeling all comfy and cozy? I, I don't know. Well, what is better? I can think of a few things. I can think of one. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps that's why some people find it so hard to understand why a married woman would need to pay a professional cuddler $80 an hour to do something her husband should be doing for free. Is there a picture? Uh, well, they have a picture here. I'm I mean, not sure if this is the exact. I, uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I would cuddle her for eighty eighty dollars an hour too. The question isn't whether you would cuddle her; it's with you. Would you cuddle him? Because <laughs> he's the one getting paid, right? I see what you're saying. You know, well, so, I'm saying if if she if didn't want decided, to cuddle him anymore, yeah, I would I would do it. I would offer my serve my cuddling services. <laughs> what do you What do you think Tara would say about that one? I don't. What think, if you bring it home eighty bucks an hour though? <laughs> I was about to say, like, look, Tara. She's doing something you hate to do. Sure. And I'm getting paid $8 an hour. <laughs> sure. Right. 
Now look, I'm gonna tell you what. If we're cuddling, it ain't stopping there. All right. I just this is why my wife doesn't like to cuddle. It's not stopping there. That's just that's just how it goes when you're cuddling with me. It leads to dancing. Sure. Which leads to hand holding, which leads to pregnancy. Everybody knows that. Just like every Baptist learned in youth group. Right. Um However, there's a there's a bit of an explanation behind why her husband isn't cuddling with her, I guess. He uh, doesn't have arms. He's ugly. Saskia, <laughs> Saskia, I guess is her name, says her husband doesn't mind that she uses a surface. Okay, I would have a problem with it. I'm not kidding at all. I had a problem with getting a housekeeper, you know? <laughs> right. Which has been wonderful, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, phew. Nice. Yeah, it's freed up date day like you don't even believe. I mean, it's so relaxing now. <laughs> nice. Uh, the woman uses a service in New York called Cuddlist to hire professional cuddlers, i.e. random dudes who signed up to the service to come and cuddle with her while she's living in a state and away from her husband to pursue acting. How do you spell that? I'm looking for an app right now. Uh, C-U-D-D-L-I-S-T. <laughs> now, I, I, okay. I would have a problem if my wife was doing this. <laughs> I would too. I mean, right now, but if my wife lived in another state and was like, I'm paying guys to come over, <laughs> I would definitely have a problem with All it. All right, dude, it's here right here on Google. Book oh, yeah? cuddle therapy from a professional cuddler. Okay. I'm going to click the link that says become a cuddlist. <laughs> <laughs> As I was like, there can't be too many in Alabama. <laughs> uh, given that she's away from her husband, Arthur, Arthur, and he actually couldn't cuddle her even if he wanted to. I guess it makes a bit more sense. Make money doing what you love. Become a professional cuddler and cuddlist. <laughs> In fact, she's totally open about it with him. I'm 99% sure he does not get jealous of cuddling because I check in with him and talk to him about it. He's more protective of me than jealous, so as long as I'm safe, it's good, she explains. And Arthur agrees. Uh, she and I have a monogamous relationship, but I don't feel like cuddling violates the integrity of it. That's just because she hadn't cuddled with me yet. <laughs> uh, she likes a lot of contact, and she's very comfortable around other people, and she's very affectionate. When we're together, we cuddle all the time, so I can understand why she would need that human contact. <laughs> well, let's get her a big dog or something, right? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna test the level of affectionate. Yeah, that it says she <laughs> no, <is>. exactly. <laughs> and she doesn't care what anybody else thinks. Uh, while the idea of paying money for someone to give you physical affection may sound strange to some, Saskia, uh, Saskia, I don't know how a lot of people name their kids stuff that I don't know how to pronounce. I will say that Saskia sounds like the type of lady who would be oh, hiring a professional. Yeah. Oh, you're cuddler. right. Uh, fully backs her decision and has no plans of stopping anytime soon. Many people would think that it's odd that I access cuddling services because I'm married, but screw it. Well, that's not even <laughs> poor choice of words. <laughs> that's what's going to get you in trouble. I don't really care what anybody else thinks. I love affection and I love how it makes my body feel. She told, uh, love don't judge. <laughs> If I was her husband, I would say, screw it. Yeah. Let's sign a prenup. Now, you're, <laughs> you're, uh, you'll be interested in this part. Okay. Uh, the cuddler himself says business is booming. <laughs> 
Apparently, she isn't in the minority. Plenty of people want to pay to cuddle, and they're not all women. I have all kinds of clients that are all kinds of ages, he said. Men, women, older clients, younger clients uh, that are there for personal touch and human interaction, and that's what I value about it. (laughs) So. Okay. Would you cuddle another guy for $80 an hour? Yeah, for eighty dollars, we're just okay. we're just cuddling, right? Yeah, just holding, just just hugging. <laughs> yeah. I, you would have to be the big spoon, of course. Say, yeah. You know, no, we're not going to do no John Long cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> if you come to cuddle me, <laughs> but no, but, all bets are off. Say, if it's eighty bucks and I get to watch the new Marvel movie, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> I I just I don't know, and maybe I'm not secure. You know, maybe this is a commentary on me, right? But I would not be comfortable with this with my wife doing. Well, I this. would not be comfortable with my wife either. Yeah, you know. I mean, first of all, I could never do it because I don't like strangers touching me. Right. You know, everybody knows that because yeah. I don't want poor people germs. Folks know that's how it goes. Okay. <laughs> so you get COVID. Yeah, that's how you get. That's how I probably got it to begin <laughs> with. Some stranger touching me, pat me on the back or whatever. Yeah. Like, don't touch me. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know if you wash your hands, but uh, but yeah, I just don't think I would, if Dieter were to send me a text one day, I was like, hey, I'm thinking of getting a cuddler to come over, you know, while you're at work or whatever. I would be like, no, absolutely not. (laughs) Or she's like, hey, I'm working out of state. I need a cuddler because you're never around. I'm like, I'm booking a flight right now. <laughs> well, know? that's going to be cheaper sure. in the long run. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just, I just don't think I would be comfortable with that at all. Does it now? I, I believe I may have potentially found a little bit of a scam here. Okay. When I went to the website cuddleist.com, sure, and clicked on becoming a cuddleist, yeah, I found there are three ways to become a cuddleist. Number one is you click the link below and you enroll in our self-paced training program. The cost is a one-time payment of $149. Oh, goodness. It's going to take two sessions to make you money back. <laughs> I was like, and if I don't pass my cuddle test, right. I may have to take it again. Yeah, I know. I wonder, I'll keep going, though. Right. I got some more questions. Number two, complete the minimum requirements to qualify for membership be able to market yourself as a trained cuddleist with our branding, i.e., you go through our program, you sure. can say you are a professional cuddleist right. as per verified by cuddleist.com. All right, number three, you join their community. You become a cuddleist member for $39.99 a month. Goodness gracious. <laughs> the cuddleist people, are they got it figured out. <laughs> what that includes is you have your profile listed on their site, so someone can go to cuddleist.com and, sure. and I need a cuddleist. And then, you know, beep, bop, boop, right there. Christopher Tiny Sullivan yeah. <laughs> with my picture, you know. Big snuggle. <laughs> Big love. <laughs> <laughs> Big snuggle, tiny 6969. Yeah. So just call me Sweet Tea. <laughs> All right. So you get your profile on their site. Uh, second, you get to network and share resources with our supportive community. Oh, so sure, that's always probably, important. That's probably a web forum. Yeah, that's uh, maybe even a. Uh, it may be even like a enroll or a join link to like their Discord or something. Sure, yeah. And then number three, you get free continuing education and mentoring programs. <laughs> Great. <So. laughs> well, I just wonder about, and I'm sure if you were 
to sign up to get a cuddless. Like if I were to book tiny or whatever, <laughs> I would right. have to sign or agree to like, uh, if this person rapes me or kills me, <laughs> I can't sue, you know, like a hold harmless. I can't <laughs> sue cuddless.com or whatever. Right. You know, I, I would imagine that would be standard because in anything you put there, it mentioned nothing about having a background check done. You know, <laughs> that's a good point. You, you could be a sex offender. <laughs> Look, I come very highly rated. Okay, <laughs> a violent felon who's just been released. Yeah, so I just think they they have to have their bases covered on that part, right? Well, I would hope so because this would be like a sex offender's playground. Like if you're, uh, <laughs> you know, like oh, I'm just gonna come over and cuddle, pay me eighty dollars. The next thing you know, um, I've I've hurt you in some way. Well, now, apparently that makes you a cuddlist. You get listed on their site. That's the $150 training fee and then like the $40 a month. But it says here, when you're ready, you may choose to continue your training to become a certified cuddlist. I'm guessing these are like the blue check. Sure, right. People. Yeah, these are, the, these are the ones you really want to book. <laughs> you get premium listing on the site. Sure. You get focused individual mentoring. And the cost of certification is only what do you think it is? Mm, $185. Okay. All right. $249. Oh, sure. Yeah. For being technical here. Um if you're a woman, is it that hard to find somebody to cuddle with you? Maybe the problem is is that guys are like me. And mm-hmm. if they're cuddling, it ain't gonna stop at cuddling, you know. <laughs> right. So now for 80 bucks. <laughs> You're just paying to only cuddle. Yes. I guess. And your certified cuddlist has been trained. To only cuddle. To only cuddle and to <laughs> clean his pipes before he goes over there. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's what you have to do, right? I don't know. I've never been to the program, but I think that would be like lesson number <laughs> one number for one. me. <laughs> don't go out with a loaded gun. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> you need to go ahead. It's like a high school date. Everybody knows, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, well, we learned that in the movie, uh, There's Something About Mary. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got to clean the grill before you go. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> We're going out there with a clouded mind. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just very weird to me. Yeah. Very, very weird to me. I would be curious to know. Maybe we could take some of that Patreon money to get me certified. <laughs> what if we... <laughs> hold blog, on. I can blog about them. Forget Cuddlist.com. <laughs> Forget it. What about the Patreon tier where you can choose for us to get to come cuddle a listener? That's, right? that's good. That's, yeah, you we know, need to do that. Well, like 200 bucks. Yeah. Plus travel expenses, mm-hmm. lodging, food, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, we'll come and cuddle you for a, a one-time cuddle session. Yeah. Yeah. And the John Long cuddle oh, is a bit more expensive. A little more expensive. <laughs> because it's the premium. Sure. It's the, the yeah. happy ending. It's so. a, <laughs> we call that the Hunter Biden package. <laughs> <laughs> we knock 10% off if you provide the crack. <laughs> That's what I mean by that. Gotcha. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, let's talk about something that is going to be just as much worth your money <laughs> as me and Tiny cuddling you, right? Uh, almost. Almost. <laughs> a lot cheaper. Definitely cheaper. 
Uh, we're talking about Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice right there on the website. And it was created in the on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. And it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you could think of putting it on. Maybe your cuddle partner. I don't know. <laughs> spice up your life. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. Uh, on their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you can also book Squirrel to come cuddle with you. <laughs> What's that? That's <laughs> a nominal fee. A nominal <laughs> fee. He'll bring a can of Cajun Curl with you. But not during Lent. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You'll also find recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally in Tuscaloosa, Northport, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace in Northport, Alabama. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of the Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10, that's EOP in the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. We got a text message this week, John. Okay. All right. We don't ever shout this out, but you can text that number. Yeah. Maybe that's a great thing to <laughs> do, know? too. Maybe people just get a little stage fright. They don't know sure. how they're going to sound on a podcast right. or they're afraid they're going to say um and uh too much. Yeah. Text us. So you can text us. Yeah. This text comes from phone number. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to read the phone number. <laughs> Everybody call this person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. Uh, this person says, I heard on Two and a Half Men, that's the sitcom. Sure. If women with large breasts work at Hooters, where do women with one leg work? I don't know. Ah, <laughs> There we go. <laughs> he says, or maybe she, I'm not sure. I told this to my brother, and he replied, the fact that Hooters doesn't have a door delivery service called Knockers is a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> You remember? That really is brilliant. It is. Especially during like the pandemic. Sure. That everyone's, would be getting, everyone's getting delivery. Yeah. yeah. They could also offer cuddling, by the way. <laughs> but you know, people forget that Hooters started an airline at one time. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh either. yeah. You, it it went out of business pretty quick, I think. But I remember they you could had... have Hooter girls as <laughs> as stewardesses. And I guess Hooter guys as stewards. Attendants, I believe, is a preferred. Are there Hooter guys? I guess. I mean, I know guys who have worked at Hooters, not as uh, table service waiters, but uh, you know, I was about to say they the put them in the stuff. kitchen or yeah. busting tables, right? But I've always heard that if the guys, you know, they would say, "Well, the women make more than me or whatever," and they're like, "Well, you can wear the outfit and wait on tables too," <laughs> and none of them ever took them up on. It. Right. So that's just what I've heard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. The only thing outside of chicken wings that I remember Hooters for was they had a terrible game on the PlayStation 1 way back in the day. They had a Hooters game? It was a racing game. Okay. And then they had like short little, I guess, 10-second 
Hooter full ads. motion clips at, if you want to race or whatever. It, okay. was, it was a terrible huh. game. Wow. Um, so glad my roommate just rented it from Blockbuster. <laughs> Neither one of us actually bought that piece of junk. Have I told you about getting banned from Blockbuster for not returning a WWE <laughs> video game or WWF video game before? <laughs> No, but it does not surprise me in the least. I've never returned it. (laughs) And I thought like enough time had passed that they forgot about it or whatever. (laughs) And Dieter and I were on a date. We were going to rent a movie. We went to Blockbuster and they were like, "Uh, Get out. You can't be in the store. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, why? And they're like, You rented in, you know, whatever, 1998, you rented a. WWF Super Slam or whatever the video game was, <laughs> yes. and we've never, you've never returned it. And I was like, okay, Deidre, you got your Blockbuster card? <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, rent this movie. I'll be waiting in the car. <laughs> and I walked outside. <laughs> and I never went back. And then Blockbuster went out of business. So <laughs> there's still one Blockbuster that's oh, that's true. Operating. Yeah, yeah. It's an extremely well done and entertaining Netflix documentary right now. I saw that. Uh, that documentary but i didn't watch it you know mm-hmm. like i saw that you know popped up in the yeah, it's trending good. or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's good i was like i enjoyed it how exciting can a blockbuster documentary be well if you're like me and you're a sucker for nostalgia because that's okay. that's the draw of the movie is it just reminds people of a, a another time okay when they were younger and i'm not they remember it better than it was i think that's why we like the past so much is if we remember the good stuff we tend to forget yeah, forget the all the crappy stuff yeah, yeah. no uh, yeah i'm not one for nostalgia but anyways i do miss friday nights you know going down to the movie rental store picking out a movie what was the place having a pizza what was the place we went to in fayette that rented movies sunday matinee sunday matinee that's right yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, and then movie gallery ran them out of business. Oh, did they? Well, that I don't know if they ran them out of business, but they did definitely opened up a movie gallery, and everyone started going over there because, dude, it's all about the five five people, <laughs> you know. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. That may have been after I left. That was probably when I was in hot water with Blockbuster. <laughs> or never. I wonder what happened to that game. I have no idea what happened to it. Sunday matinee was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. it was good. This was a local, like you know, mom and pop shop. It was a lo- it was a locally right. owned business, video, video rental store. Sure. And the dude had like a pizza oven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he made pizzas. Right. I can't remember that guy's name, but he was so nice too. Yeah, I remember yeah. him too. And yeah. he was he he'd seen all the movies. Right. So you'd come in and ask him, hey, what you know, what's yeah, good? Is this good? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Should I get mm-hmm. you know whatever liar liar. <laughs> on VHS and he would go yeah it's great or whatever right yeah or sometimes he would be like don't don't waste your money on that because <laughs> it's not that great you need to get this movie instead yeah yeah that's uh that's wild good times good times nostalgia <laughs> yes. a little fat county talk for everybody <laughs> we've also got a phone uh, a voicemail wonder who it could be from <laughs> Hey, John and Tiny, it's Jacqueline. I'm calling you from my step today because it's actually pretty nice here. It's about 12, 13 degrees Celsius, which is, I don't know, in Fahrenheit, but probably like in the 50s, I'm guessing. But it's not ridiculously cold, so I'm able to be out on my step. Uh, great show. Um, fr- right away, I, you had me with the white trash inklings. And uh, yeah, as some of you may know, I am also, I am a white person. And I have the, uh, I was born in a trailer. Uh, in Trailer Park. 
and uh, I do drink more than I should. When I'm looking for a good wine, the best thing I look for is the alcohol content. And as uh, some of you, I'm sure, know, I am obsessed with wrestling as well. Uh, those were the ones that I noted from you guys. But another couple that I thought of that pertain probably not just to me, my DVR is a, has a lot of Maury Povich, Jerry Springer, who's not on anymore, but I take old episodes and court judge shows. I watch a lot of those on my DVR. My mom's into judge shows. I was about to say, yeah, is that is that the... Yeah, well, that's a white trash mm-hmm. thing for sure, right? Yeah. yeah, just laughing at the pity of other people. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Yeah, no, and that's just part of it. You know you got a good judge show when the case is not, this person owes me this money on like child support. Yeah. No, the, the complaint is that person killed my baby grandma's dog. <laughs> exactly. And then lit my cousin on fire. Sure, right. <laughs> yes. I'm seeking restitution. <laughs> I, need, I need justice. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and then like the judge has a bat <laughs> <You know? laughs> instead of a gavel. That's a good judge show. Sure. <laughs> uh, and also I have family members, close family members who were grandparents in their early 30s. So that's my uh, white trash inkling. Um, do animals go to heaven? Um, I would like to quote from you a documentary uh, came out in the 90s. Uh, it was called All Dogs Go to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, sure. Yes. I, yeah. I'm going to let her continue. But I do remember, like, Charlie, the dog, he had a dream where he went to hell in that movie. I've never seen the movie, so okay. I don't know. Yeah. It, uh, I tell you what, watch that as a kid. It'll, it'll give you a sleepless night or two. Okay. Yeah. Scare you into Jesus. <laughs> there he is, like a judge my house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't want to go to like little doggy hell. <laughs> anyway. And so I think, um, I think if you watch that documentary real close, uh, you'll know that, of course, all dogs go to heaven and therefore all animals go to heaven. And yes, John, you're right. San Francis of Assisi is the patron saint of animals. Boom. I have a medal that I carry around with him on it uh, at all times in my purse. Oh, where did the Facebook fine money go? Uh, I looked it up. It goes to your national treasury, and they can't really say where specifically it goes, but it goes into the general coffers of your national tre- tre- treasury. Hmm, it, it means another sure. bomb. <laughs> yeah, right. That or like a slush fund for congressional members to pay off like sex scandals. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. Or to put up, air quotes here, young female interns <laughs> right. in fully furnished apartments yes. for long periods of time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, last bit. Uh, no, I did not dump my pet snakes in the Everglades. I do go to Florida sometimes to visit my parents, but I did not dump my snakes there. I left them in Ontario when I moved from Ontario. So that's about it. More people really do need to call in. It can't just be me. Come on, guys. Get off your lazy butts and call in. Talk to you later. Bye. Couldn't agree more. I agree. Get off your lazy butt. Sure. Call if, in. Or at the very least, send us a text message. I was thinking if you text us, we will take your number and sign you up for our church text message. <laughs> <laughs> just so you just so you can experience that with us. That's uh, Holy Week almost threw my phone into the wall. <laughs> it was too much. I almost threw my phone into the wall. I don't text my wife as much as the church texts me. Like, <laughs> just a bit much. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 
Uh, well, good to know I was right about St. Francis. I knew I was right anyways. I <laughs> right. said I was 100% confident, and I knew it. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just one of those things I know that I don't know how I know. So right. uh, once again, proving I'm a genius <laughs> about some things that don't matter. What do you say we cap off this little discussion with some questions? Oh, yeah, okay. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. Forgot all about the questions. <laughs> we still do it. Sure. This is actually, I, I would say this is probably like the longest running bit we've ever had it on is. the show. It is. You know, I was thinking the other day I needed to come up with some more 99 problems. You remember maybe three months ago oh, somebody yeah. asked for that? Uh-huh. I just can't do it. I don't know why. <laughs> the inspiration has left me. John's just too happy. I'm, I'm just he's, a happy guy right don't now. don't complain about yeah. nothing anymore. I, I'll see. Something will make me mad sooner or later. Yeah. Uh, Tyler asked, have you found a new pillow yet? No, I haven't. We still looking. Yeah. Uh, it's just not a, I'm not an intent. It's not an intense search right now. Mm-hmm. I've just gotten used to flipping it over a lot. I saw an ad on YouTube the other day. Now they're making the cube. The oh, cube pillow. I don't even know. <laughs> what is a cube pillow? I mean, I assume it's a cube. <laughs> it's a therapeutic foam, like Tempur-Pedic pillow. But it's a cube. Okay. And then they got some young, hot, blonde lady telling you why this is like super good for so your you skeleton. So you watched the entire ad. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> telling you how this is good for your spine okay. and all this other stuff. I don't care about my spine. I just <laughs> want my neck not to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Of course, your neck is part of the spine, of course. <laughs> Jacqueline asks, is American Idol blasphemy? <laughs> Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> Correct. Under the under the law, it is, yes. Yeah. Welcome back, Jacqueline, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Back to social media. Mm-hmm. Raytheon asks, if you had a dog that didn't bark and it was assigned to be a guard dog, would it be effective, e.g., basically, dogs don't bark? So if you I don't had, see where he's going with it. If that. you had a dog that was silent. Okay. But it was your guard dog, would it be good? And I would say yes. Is he thinking of like the dog, like uh, the guards at Buckingham Palace that just stand there and well, I can't would, move? You know, a guard dog is to alert you that someone is on your property. Mm-hmm. I guess um, Gracie does a great job, <laughs> as y'all have heard on yes. this. <laughs> it's but, Queen. <laughs> Queen, that's right. And For some she... reason, I want to call her Gracie. I don't know why. I want to name your dog Gracie. <laughs> she. She barks to let us know, hey, I can see something. I can see anything. <laughs> but I would think that, uh, well, like a cat, the one thing I like about a cat is that they will let you know somebody's there without creating a commotion. Mm-hmm. So you can go hide before the you know people knock on your door and give you a, <laughs> right. a biblical track or something like that. Uh, that's and the then one. you find out you go to church with them. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you just haven't right. been there in a oh, long no, time. This is... This is Carol's Creek. Okay. <laughs> I should probably come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, C. Payne asks, who is your favorite Seinfeld character? George. George? Yeah, absolutely. Even more than Kramer. Yeah, even more than Kramer. Because I would just assume they've got to be Kramer. No, no. I've been, I like Kramer mm-hmm. on the show. He's fine. Uh, but George is. He's the catalyst on okay. that show. Man. He's so funny. Maybe that's why I mean you get along so uh, okay. well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. I've always felt like if I was in Seinfeld, I would probably be the more the George character. George is amazing. <laughs> which is that character is based off of Larry David. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you may know. So curb your enthusiasm is basically George Costanza for an entire episode, which <laughs> right. is why I love it so much. <laughs> 
Iceman Carmen asks, why is the English language so stupid? <laughs> now, he's got a meme with it. Okay. He says, if the G-H sound in enough is pronounced F, and the O in women makes the short I sound, and then the T-I in nation is pronounced S-H, then the word goatee, G-H-O-T-I, should be pronounced fish. <laughs> Excellent point. True. Well, you know, the English language is a bunch of different languages that have came together mm -hmm. to form one super confusing language. <laughs> Extremely confusing. Yeah. No. Like, we grew up with it, so it doesn't sure. seem like it to us. But when you start thinking about all these letters, oh, yeah. the, the fact that we have silent letters. Yes. Silent letters should not exist. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. If it makes no sound, it shouldn't be there. I agree. Yeah, it's uh, it's very weird. And you, you know, like we've been helping Ollie, mm -hmm. our foster kid, learn how to read. You know, he's at that part of schooling. And there's some things where he's like, "Why does it do that?" And you're just like, "This because it does." Because it's dumb. Yeah, that's just <laughs> the way it is. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why the English language is so stupid, mm -hmm. but it is stupid. Hats off to scholars a thousand years from now that try to figure this out. Sure. Decode English. Right. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that guy, 6017, asks, if you could bring any cartoon character into your everyday life, who would it be and why? Jessica Rabbit. And, <laughs> you know uh, why. Because she has a great personality. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have somebody in mind? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, you know, it's not her fault. She's drawn that way. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, quote? the Lord made her that way, right? <laughs> Did the Lord draw her? <laughs> I mean, he, he inspired the artist, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. What was that uh, What was that cartoon from Cool World? Remember that movie back I in the I do remember 90s? Cool World, but I never watched Holly it. Holly something. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What about you? I mean, you got a cartoon character you would Holly like? Holly from Cool World. Okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Tiny and uh, terrible, <laughs> terrible Christians. Sure, as usual, well, terrible Christians. I didn't say I was going to do anything. You know, <laughs> he's going to share with her about Jesus. Conversation, <laughs> right? Yeah. Raytheon asked. Technically, when you go to sleep, there are at least five people in the room: monster under a bed, a demon, an angel, a shadow person, or in quotes, a hat man. A rake sitting at the bed's end. Oh, and the person sleeping, of course. Unless they're astral projecting. How many do you know are present? I'm only aware of myself and my wife. <laughs> right. Uh, personally. Yes. I've, I don't think I have a monster <laughs> under my bed. I was going to say, I also am only aware of John and his wife <laughs> when I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Goose asks, what is the Baptist position on speaking in tongues? I don't think we, there's like not an official position. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was supposed to say, I don't think it's foreboding, mm -hmm. you know. It's just something you, you don't see in Baptist churches. Right. I've always, I've been to mm -hmm. churches that speak in tongues. Right. Wild, by the way. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Um, and I was always told that anytime anyone speaks in tongues, there should be an interpreter there. 
Yeah. Uh, that could let everybody know what the Lord, the Holy Spirit was delivering to this person. The problem is when you get two different interpreters yeah. and they're not saying the same thing. But I always wanted is when a guy was speaking in tongues, you know, like he's up there, uh, you know, they stole him a Honda or whatever. And, uh, and uh, the interpreter's like, you know, Jesus is coming back on May 3rd or whatever. And then right. the guy speaking in tongues be like, well, I didn't say that, man. Whoa. Whoa, you misunderstood me. <laughs> yeah. So we, we don't have a position. It's it just, uh, I don't have a problem with people who do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I, as long as it's genuine, I guess. But uh, I've never seen it happen in a Baptist church. Yeah. That I can recall. I mean, putting a hand up during music oh, is, yeah. is controversial <laughs> in Baptist churches. Yes, right, right. <laughs> we, we don't really get down like that. I will say this, and I'm only talking for myself. I personally have never like spoken in tongues. Mm-hmm. I've never, you know, been in prayer and and just started speaking in a language. Sure. That said, I don't poo-poo anybody else's experience. Sure, yeah, I'm open right to it. On your parade yeah, or I'm anything. open to it. Yeah, but I've just never experienced it. Yeah, and I don't either. know if that's because I'm a horrible Christian. <laughs> I'm not as that's probably got something to do with it. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I'm sure that's why the Lord had picked me to do it. Yes. <laughs> well, I just start cussing. <laughs> and uh, and you know what? Uh, I'm sure. Well, I don't know. I can't say I'm sure because I don't know. I would say that my opinion is there's. I'm sure there's people out there who are probably genuinely doing it. Sure, but there's also some charlatans out there as well. I agree. So, and I also think there it would be. I don't like to say I'm not raining on anybody's parade, mm-hmm. but I think it would be very easy to get caught up in the moment. Yeah, and um, and do it, mm-hmm. and not be genuine with it too. Just like I think it would be very easy to get caught up in the moment and stick your hand up in the air while they're singing you know, whatever at church because everybody else is doing it. Also, let me ask you this. I've watched some sermons on like YouTube and like on social media and stuff where someone will start praying in tongues. And, you know, again, more power to them. But sometimes they get caught up saying like a scripture over and over. Does that count? It's praying know. in tongues. I don't know. Like someone will start saying the blood of Jesus, the blood of yeah. Jesus, the blood of Jesus. That's English, That's right? That's definitely English. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to a church where everybody prays out loud at the same time? I have been in services and VBS and okay. stuff like that where one person is leading the prayer and then everyone is like silently praying to themselves no, as no. the person who's leading the prayer prays. No, I'm talking about out loud, like we're all leading the prayer <laughs> uh-uh. at once. Oh, that's a wild move, too. Okay. Yeah. No. So my mom, shout out. People forget my mom is too- a gospel singing <laughs> superstar. Yeah. I'm too ADD. Yeah. <laughs> I would be listening to everybody else. So she has sang in every country church of every denomination across the Southeast, I think. And so she used to tote me along with her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's how I saw all of that stuff mm-hmm. is being in those churches growing up. And, you know, people hopping the pews and dancing and everything else, which I could get into that. <laughs> looks like a lot of fun. If we had a good band, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying our band's bad. That came out wrong, <laughs> you know. But if you had a band that was like laying down the funk or whatever, right. I'd be, uh, I'd dance too. I would have a problem with it. You <laughs> yeah. Know? But we we don't have that in the Baptist mm-hmm. church. We've got a lot of echo filter on a guitar, and mm-hmm. we're just going to sing some slow songs for everybody. But right. if you want to get down with it, I, I can get down. So I don't know. Which, by the way, church this morning, um, a lot of standing up. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of standing up. I mean, 
<laughs> you know what it is, right? What? All those young kids in the praise band. <laughs> sure. They're super arrogant that they can stand for that long. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> they're like rubbing it in the old people's faces. I can't wait for Brother Jerry to go down in front of me. I was like, you're ready to just grab him by his shirt and catch him, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's- the couple in front of me sat down after the third song. Okay. Yeah, so we stood for three songs. Sure. That's a record, by the way. <laughs> the couple in front of me sat down. Yeah. And then I sat down, too. And I expected that was going to be like a chain reaction. <laughs> and everybody was going to sit down. Nope. It didn't happen. It was just us. But then I'm like, well, I've done sat down now. Yeah. If I stand up, they win. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Punk college kids win. I can't let them win, so I just got to sit here. What about that we sat down during the invitational hymn? <laughs> you know? I thought that too. It was like, hey, the one time when you all should stand up. <laughs> This I is felt, weird. I felt like that was Brian yeah. trying to give back. Yeah, right. Hey guys, y'all got enough feet time in today. He was aggravated too. <laughs> Brian, he likes to sit down. Sure, so he yeah. probably aggravated. He was he was giving them back. Yeah, I just I, that's a little inside baseball, but. Yeah, a lot of standing this morning. Church people are funny. Sure. Yeah. It's okay to make fun of yourself, right? I don't (laughs) think people get that or whatever. (laughs) It's okay to make fun of yourself. (laughs) And it doesn't matter that we stood up for like six consecutive songs, (laughs) (laughs) which the music was great. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Very moving. Everything was Mm -hmm. great, you know. Just at one point in time, I was like, man, my knees are hurting. (laughs) (laughs) I need to sit on down. (laughs) I'm sorry. We got no, another no, question. You know what? We got a couple more questions, but we're going to, I think, going to save them until okay. next week. So right. if anyone out there has questions, you can ask John. You can ask him on Discord. There's a link in the show notes. You can go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff channel and you can type in your question. We'll ask him on the show. He'll answer it 100% correctly. Sure. All right. All right. All right, John. Well, I guess that'll about do it for the free show. But one thing we have to do before we shut this thing down, is we have to thank our patrons. Absolutely. We thank each and every one of you. We would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. They are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Thomas Williams, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Thank you all so much for donating to the show and giving us an excuse for when our wives are like, why are y'all still doing that stupid show? We say, well, there's people who pay us money who depend on us to give them quality content each and every week. We thank you so much. Don't throw my wife in the <laughs> under the bus like that. It's Tara. Okay. okay. All right. It's my wife, Tara. Okay. I just need to really don't care a whole lot. She'll let me do whatever. Yes. Yeah. Except probably hire a professional cuddler. <laughs> one time, we even had one patron come all the way from Jacksonville, Florida That's right. to visit. Is he still a patron? No, he's not uh, a patron anymore. Let's end this conversation right now. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead to me now. Dead to me. But I got to say, it is pretty cool when in sure. Sunday school this morning, we're talking about, hey, you know, what What was the, the, the illustration at the beginning of Sunday school was what is some celebrity 
yeah. that you would like to meet sure. and why. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, well, one dude, he got to meet his celebrity, <laughs> and it was me. And I took him Tiny. out for Alabama barbecue. Tiny took him all over West Alabama. <laughs> yeah. I showed up for one meal, <laughs> right. which was a lot for me, by the way. Yeah. That's a lot for me. <laughs> you can ask my best friends. I haven't seen them in person in a long time. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Anyway, if you would like to hop on that Patreon train, you can head to patreon.com slash earth oddity. There are several tiers, but if you sign up for the $5 tier, you get an extended show every single week. And once a month, you get an all-exclusive patrons-only episode. That is patreon.com slash earthoddity. Extend your oddity. Extend it. Speaking of extensions, what have we got coming up in the extension, John? Um, you remember the ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal? Oh, yeah. Uh, people are writing erotic fan fiction about it now. Why wouldn't you? Sure. Of course. <laughs> I have a story about a man who robbed an armored delivery service. Okay. I'm hoping it was just like that movie Armored that oh. came out back in the early 2000s. I've never seen it. Okay. I've never seen any movie. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's wild how many movies you reference. I was like, I don't even know that exists. <laughs> well, that was pretty obscure. Okay. So. All right. Well, I, uh, I look forward ahead. to hearing about it. I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. Sure. I will <laughs> never watch it anyways. This dude, they want to like rob an armored truck. Okay. But then something happens, and uh, somehow they end up stuck in the truck while another group of people are trying to break into it and uh, get the money. Okay. And they're trying to outlast them until the cops get there. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I will never watch it. <laughs> well, that's pretty much the whole movie. Okay. <laughs> just and now so. nobody else listening to this podcast <laughs> will ever watch it either. If you have seen the movie Armored and have an opinion or a take <laughs> that you would like to share with us, you can text us. Or call in, email. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reach out on social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe that'll about do it. You got anything else before we end it? No, not really. Uh, hope everybody has a wonderful week. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Mm-hmm. We've gotten out of the habit of asking you to tell. Yeah, friends. that's your homework assignment for the week. You yeah. got to tell one person. Sure. Because this was a great episode. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. But this was wonderful. An all timer. <laughs> yeah. Really. One for the books. One for the books. <laughs> right up there with episode sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, this one in episode sixty nine is going to be like on my tombstone <laughs> for people to remember me by. <laughs> By the time we die, which who knows, I could kill over any day now, but (laughs) I'm sure there would be ability to put audio into your tombstone where people Mm -hmm. can walk up and just press play. And there'll be like a little holographic John and Tiny. Oh, that's not a bad idea. (laughs) Just talking into the mic. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) Be great. Let's somebody get on that for us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, we're on them all. If you would like to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet to us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. Yeah. We have some show art on Instagram. We do. Underscore earthoddity there. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or, or you text. can text. Yeah. Call or text, either one. What's that phone number? Six, six, oh, by the way, I was kidding about signing you up for the church mail list, <laughs> the church text list. Uh, we'll only do that if the text messages get obnoxious. Yeah, right, yeah, if you're being mean to us. <laughs> yeah. uh, the number is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. 
We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. Put that number in your phone. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Save it. All right. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. <laughs>